thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill. And This Week in Wellness, a randomized controlled trial conducted by researchers from Pennsylvania State University has shown that diets high in herbs and spices may reduce blood pressure in people who are at risk of cardiovascular disease. It's unclear exactly what causes the lowered blood pressure. However, studies have previously shown that herbs and spices can reduce excessive levels of lipids in the blood and also reduce oxidative stress. This study looked at 71 participants aged 30 to 75 who had one or more risk factors for cardiovascular disease and were either overweight or obese. They split them into three groups, a low spice diet consuming just half a gram of spices a day, a moderate group consuming 3.3 grams of spices, and a high group consuming 6.6 grams. These spices were added into a standard American diet, and the findings were published in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition. Lead author, Professor Penny Chris Etherton, said that the blood pressure-lowering effects of herbs and spices in the average Western diet was surprising. The researchers did not observe any effect of the diets on low-density lipoprotein cholesterol, clinic-measured blood pressure, markers of glycemia, vascular function, or oxidative stress. However, they did see a significant change in the 24-hour blood pressure readings of the high-spice group, with the researchers suggesting that that is a stronger predictor of cardiovascular death than clinic blood pressure measurement. Professor Chris Etherton went on to say that it will be important to evaluate the effects of individual spices on blood pressure to understand the mechanism by which each lowers blood pressure, and that it would be interesting to assess the effects of herbs and spices on the microbiome and evaluate whether the effects of herbs and spices on blood pressure are modulated by any changes in the gut microbiome. Dr. Simon Steenson, a nutrition scientist at the British Nutrition Foundation, said of the study that it is important to note that while the aim of this study was to look at the average American diet, we need major shifts in average dietary patterns to make our eating habits healthier. While certain foods or ingredients may have a small benefit alone, we need to encourage a shift to healthier eating across the board. As always, the links are in the show notes. Now, my opinion on this is, first of all, this is great news. You know, it's amazing that an easy change, such as adding in some herbs and spices, can make such a massive difference, even when it's included in the standard American diet. I mean, really, these people are not eating a lot of healthy food, not eating a lot of nutritious food. They are either overweight or obese and already have cardiovascular risk factors, yet just adding in some herbs and spices to their already bad diet is making a significant change. I mean, imagine what would happen if you actually use those herbs and spices to alter the diet. You know, if you started replacing flavor agents like trans fats, sugars, and chemical flavorings with those herbs and spices, then that could lead to even greater effects, which is likely what you would expect to happen in the real world, that if you started adding in those flavors, If you added in those herbs and spices, it would take away the need to add in many of these other things that that do have detrimental effects on heart health. You know, it'd be interesting to look at this and compare it across countries and to see just how much this usage of herbs and spices correlates with heart health across the world and to what degree, you know, perhaps benefits that we've seen or or, reduced rates of heart disease that we've seen in other countries, particularly in the subcontinent, you know, whether that might actually be related to the increased use of these herbs and spices as opposed to other causes that it's previously been attributed to. You know, my suspicion is it's probably a bit of both. You know, you might be having some more herbs and spices. You might also be consuming more vegetables. You might also be having a little bit less trans fats and sugars. 
You might be having more whole foods, you know. So, I think there's a number of factors that come into it but it's going to be really interesting to see as this gets studied further and it certainly needs to be studied further. I mean, we're only talking about a a study here with 71 participants. I think only 63 of them actually finished the study. So, it's a very small sample size but definitely more study is needed and it'll be really interesting to see as that study is rolled out, you know, what it starts to tell us about the use of herbs and spices and just how much they contribute to differences in heart health around the world. But, you know, I think what we can definitely say is that if we look at the standard American diet, it definitely needs more than just a few herbs and spices to make it healthy. You know, whilst this research is suggesting that these herbs and spices may help, it is just one part of a much bigger picture. You know, if we start looking at the the trans fats, the sugars, the chemicals, the the high processed carbohydrates, all of those other factors that we know can make a massive difference, um, then we can have an even bigger impact just by getting back to whole, real, nutrient-dense foods. But yeah, in the meantime, I think really adding in some delicious herbs and spices into your food, using them to flavor as opposed to, as I said, other things like trans fats and sugars is going to improve your health and it's going to improve your heart health. Now, if you'd like lots more information like this from me about how to strengthen your body to suit the environment, how to create a really resilient body, both physically, mentally, and emotionally, to help you not just survive, but thrive through these challenging times, then you're going to want to check out my online live stream happening on Facebook called Strengthening Your Body to Suit the Environment. You can look that up on my Dr. Brett Hill Facebook page or you can click on the link in the show notes and I'd love to see you there for that free online event. You've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash This Week in Wellness. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes and for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.